Bro, this is supposed to be a bonus episode, but it is fully, fully about to turn into a full episode. But here we go because it's 6 a.m. and I got some shit to let off my chest. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Shack Me Please podcast after hours my name is Brianna Silva I am your host and today I am back by myself this isn't even the intro let's try this again welcome back to the Strike Me Please podcast I am your host Brianna Silva and today I am here by myself at 6 6 a.m not because I woke up early I just didn't go to sleep I accidentally fell asleep all day um I completely oh god I skipped my second class of the day because he's now doing flashcards with our names in alphabetical order, calling us out and like asking us about the readings. And I didn't do the readings for the day. Um, and so I just skipped because I have five un- um, unexcused absences in the class and I had only used two. So I was like, yeah, I'm skipping. I'm going home and I'm just out like a light, a hey, like a light. And I was so out like a light that I was supposed to pick up groceries like curbside groceries from H-E-B at seven y'all I slept all the way through that keep in mind I came home around like two okay came home at two no wonder why I can't sleep got home ordered food because I was like I I, like I'm too tired to cook like I do not feel like cooking I want to order food I don't want to see anybody okay sorry roommates if y'all are listening which I highly doubt which like low-key thank you because like I really don't want y'all to take offense to this but like I just didn't want to see people. So, like, it wasn't just, like, oh, I don't want to cook. Like, I just didn't want to see people. And, like, y'all, I get very introverted when I'm home. Like, I just don't want to see people sometimes. And it's not, like, in a mean way. I just really, really, really adore my alone time. And, like, it's not even adoring my alone time. It's, like, I I don't know. I just think, how do I word this? Not even, like, for my roommates, but, like, trying to put it into words. Because, like, even my mom has an issue with this. You know, it, it might have stemmed from childhood. When I'm, like, walking about the house, no matter if it's, like, with my roommates, when I'm back home with my mom, like, no matter who it is, because, like, I'm genuinely friends with my roommates. Like, we fully painted condoms until 1 a.m. today. Like, love and adore my roommates. But sometimes when I'm walking around, I just don't want to talk to you. I want to pretend like you don't exist. I do not want to have a conversation. And it's really hard to find people who, like, understand that. Who completely understand, like, silence. Like, I can see you and not acknowledge you. And not, like, in a, like, oh, hey. Like, I'm I'm talking about someone who will let you walk past them and not even say hi. Like, we can just do a head nod. What's up? What's good? Without saying it, you know, just like head nod. And if you know the head nod, nod, then you know what I'm talking about, right? And then don't speak. And I'm talking about we can be around each other for hours watching our own videos, 
just chilling without speaking a word. And it's very hard to find people who live in that energy, who enjoy that energy, because like, not even, oh, people are being annoying. But like, when you see someone, especially like when you're good friends with them, the first thing you want to do is talk to them, right? Like, we all do it. Even I do it. I'm sitting here complaining about it. I even do it. Like when I see someone who I love and adore and I have something on my mind, I'm like, boom, you're getting all my intrusive thoughts. But like, literally that, that is how I know I have found my person is because like, if I'm going to be married to someone and living with them, I need them to have such a deep understanding of me, which means I have to let all my walls go, drop all my walls. They need to have such a deep understanding of me that like, I need to be able to look at them, them look at me and understand we can exist in silence. Like I can see you and I can acknowledge you with the head nod, but like, we don't need to talk today. I don't feel like talking today. Maybe we have a safe word where it's like, you know what? The other person doesn't feel like talking today. I'm just going to take my happy ass to a different area of the house and call up a friend to talk and tell them my intrusive thoughts. I don't need to talk to my roommate today. And my mom gets so mad because especially in the mornings, don't talk to me. I'm not a morning person. I'm not like skippity doo da day and around the house. Do not talk to me. And my that like irks my mom. And I honestly, this is why I'm like, I think it stems from childhood because like that's my mom's pet peeve is like walking about the house and not acknowledging people. So like she like the amount of times I got yelled at for not literally being like, good morning. And not like, I can't just walk into a room and be like, good morning, everyone. No, if there is 10 people in the room, I have to walk into the room and say, good morning, mom. Good morning, uncle. Good morning, granny. Good morning, Billy Bob. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Kelly Joe. Good morning. Like literally individually. If I literally just walked in and said, good morning, everybody. I got in trouble and yelled at in front of the entire crowd. And so I have a problem with it. My mom likes to be like, it's culture. Fuck your culture. Because the amount of times I've seen uncles and grandparents and stuff not even acknowledge people walk into the room and like, fuck you. Fuck you. Your parents yelled at you for doing that shit because they expect kids to do it. But then adults get to do whatever the fuck they want. Like, fuck you. So I I know I just said that to my mother, but it is what it is because I'm still pressed about that because I still get yelled at that, like about that to this day and I'm like you call it manners I call it annoying the room I will not I don't want to talk to the person who walks into the room and says good morning or hello to everyone by name you're not who I'm beelining for okay you're not the person that I'm trying to run to make friends to because I look at you and I'm like you're a kiss up that's trying too hard why are you saying hello to everyone in the room like that a simple hi everyone is suffices right and I'm like, okay, you chill. Like, I didn't know you chill like that. Like, that is how I look at it. Genuinely, the P- I hate every person that walks into a family function or even just like a nice kickback and one goes up to every single person like the second they hit the door and shakes everyone's hand and says, hello, I hate you. Especially when you like, if you, if I just met you, and you and you're just like casually introducing yourself, you know, take your time with it. OK, don't hit the door, go around the party, make an entire lap and having to say hello to everyone, because that's literally what I'm told to do. Right? I hate that shit. No, you're trying too hard. You're a kiss up. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I literally say hello and I walk away like I'm not staying there with you. But like the person who walks in is just hi, everyone. Hey, what's good? I'm like, you're stepping out of your comfort zone. I see you. OK, boo, I see you. And then, like, if you're 
if now you're just, you know, walking around the room and you happen to like be in the kitchen at the same time with someone you don't know and you go, hi, I'm so-and-so, nice to meet you. Okay, you're chill. Because now you're naturally doing it instead of unnaturally making rounds the second you walk in. You're trying too hard. I think you're annoying. I think you're a kiss up. You're stupid. I don't like it. So that's why to this day it pisses me off because I'm like, mom, I would not be friends with me if I walked into a room, a house party, a family gathering and did that. Especially if I already know every single person in the room. Why are people not turning around and excited to see me? Why are people not turning around? They're just like, hi, Brianna. Like, no. Like, I'm sorry. You want me to be so happy and skippy and introduce myself and say hello to every single person at the party when people aren't even excited to see me? You got me fucked. Anyways, that was just my honest opinion about that. Now, back to dating someone that needs to be, like, able to understand me so deeply to the point where, like, they understand, don't talk to me, right? Especially in the mornings. Like, another thing... Why did I say like? I didn't even, I did not need to say that. But another thing that I definitely want in a person, I don't want someone whose hobby, it, like, I've been thinking about this. And I've just been talking about this and I've been going around with this idea in my head. And I want to come and say it on the podcast because I was li- literally sitting here having that same conversation with myself again, which is why I got up and was like, I need to get the podcasting equipment out. I do not want to date someone whose hobby is dating. Let me say that again. I do not want to date someone whose hobby is dating. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about the players. I'm talking about the people who who literally love just talking about women or men constantly. Like they do nothing else in their life except get their bag, right? Or not. You know, these people typically don't. It's not that they're typically not in their bag. It's that they come in all shapes, sizes, ambitions, dreamers, blah, 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 right? They can be in their bag or they're not getting their bag. But like specifically the ones that I attract, I attract, I typically tend to attract people who like to be in their bag because I mean, I think it's my ambition because I'm not currently that deep in a bag, but like I'm trying to chase a bag. I'm unemployed. Shut the fuck up. Okay. We get it. Right. She broke as fuck. So... (laughs) We get it, right? And so, you know, they're in their bag. They go to work. They come home. Might play video games. Might have a show they like to watch. And that's it. That's someone whose hobby is dating. Right there. That's how you point them. They have nothing else that brings them passion. It's the it's the players, right? Your hobby is dating. What you like to do on your free time I'm not even talking about someone who likes hooking up with people. Sometimes, especially when you get older, you stop caring. Yeah. Then they tend to also want to hook up with the people that's part of their hobby. But I'm talking about they just like dating. They love flirting. They love going around, seeing how many numbers they can get, seeing how many people they can flirt with, seeing how many people they can like just reel into their world. They love dating. I don't want to be with someone whose hobby is dating. And I realized like, yo, this is why I keep the this is why I even made a whole TikTok about this. This is why I said like I'm done with the streets. I can't do the streets anymore because I love being with someone who is literally me in a different font, right? I love someone who we don't even have to have like 
all the same interests and whatnot, but I'm talking about someone who has the same morals as me and like just understands me without trying too hard. It's like they naturally understand me. They naturally understand where I'm going. They naturally get my flow. And I'm like, I'm so attracted to that. I'm so attracted to someone who's almost 24-7. Like, I'm talking about like 22-5 on the same wavelength as me. You know, I love that. And I was like, bro, my hobby has been dating for so long. Like, yes, I do podcasting and that's a hobby, but I'm a girl who likes to stay busy. So even with school, even with podcasting, even sometimes when I was doing school, podcasting and working, like, I still had a hobby of dating and whenever one of those things got taken off my plate my hobby in dating picked up a bit bro like it's so like it's so that's why I was like flying through I mean y'all heard me y'all heard me get on this podcast and talk about I would also like to say I know I'm hopping on here and using me as an example of like my hobby used to be dating but like let's be honest there's a double standard. A woman's hobby can't actually be dating because like we don't do that. We don't think like that, you know? You know, we actually know how to be pimps and players, but for men, it's because they literally have nothing better in their life and their only hobby is dating. A new person like every other week. And I genuinely genuinely enjoyed it because I genuinely enjoyed flirting with people. I enjoyed the excitement. And I'm just like, after this last person that I cut off, I'm like, I have to stop because I'm now starting to build up so much trauma and resentment for dating because of the amount of people that I've gone on first date with, first dates with that have gone bad. The amount of like to the point where I was like, I don't even want to go on a first date with you. Just FaceTime me. FaceTime me. That's our first date. bro. I'm going to just talk to you. I'm just going to have a conversation with you. I'm going to see if I can just naturally slide in to figure out what your morals are because I'm finding out a lot of these people's core beliefs. Beliefs don't line up with mine and that alone is like you're you're done, okay? You've been cut off, right? You're blocked. And I'm like, even those, like I've done that so many times that like it's miserable for me now. I need a new hobby. And like it just made me really sit back and be like, yo, I really don't want a person whose hobby is dating because they end up being the cheaters. Boom. That's where we get to full circle around to the point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, I did talk about my dating life just so I can go ahead and slide in the whole Ned try guy things because that's what started this whole like conversation in my mind again. What's it called? Y'all know. um, I just lost. I just lost my train of thought. Yeah. I need to fix my sleeping schedule. It's the all nighters I've been pulling, y'all. I've literally been like purposely staying up to like four AM and then waking up at six AM to keep studying for because I had three different exams three weeks straight. Bro, those all nighters for so long have officially caught up to me. My sleeping schedule is wrecked. I'm constantly tired. And then I keep ending up in these things where like I get home from class and I can't do anything more than sleep. And then I end up in the situation where it's literally 6.20 a.m., bro. <laughs> I mean, I literally woke up at 8 p.m. Like literally from technically 3 to 8 p.m. Yeah, I would say I fell asleep roughly around 3 because like I ordered food, had to wait the food. I didn't get food delivered to me. I went and picked it up. 
and it, the place is three minutes away from here. I came back, I ate. It doesn't take me that long to eat. And then like, I just like sat in bed and finished a podcast episode. And then I was out. Like I couldn't keep my eyes open past that. So yeah, from three and then I woke up at eight to a phone call from H-E. That's a whole other side story. Okay, boom. So back to what I was saying. Okay, no, I actually want to finish that H-E-B story. So I set my curbside grocery pickup for seven and H-E-B stops doing it that day at 930. And so because I fell asleep and woke up at eight, I woke up with a voicemail from H-E-B basically saying, Brianna, get your ass over here and pick up these goddamn groceries before we don't give you this shit. And if you're not coming for it today because we stop at 930, then you better go ahead, give us a call or else we got to put all these goddamn groceries back. That's not exactly how they said it, but like that's how I interpreted it. So the whole try guy, th- try guys thing with Ned Fulmer. So I don't know if y'all have seen the Dumoy Dumoy Instagram account, but I recently found out about it from a Zane and Heath podcast episode, and they're talking about how it's so accurate, and they're trying to figure out who's the person behind it, and apparently the person who runs the account is a celebrity stylist, and so they have a lot of connects with people, and blah, da 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 and that's how they're able to confirm information, and typically give out extremely accurate information. So I decided to give it a little follow, because I was nosy. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. The only reason why I followed it was because I wanted some Try Guys tea. And here's why. I love Try Guys. I literally had two Try Guys videos saved on my watch later list on YouTube when I found out about the news. I love, I love the Try Guys. I love them to death. And so when I found out about the news, I was crushed. I still have yet to watch the videos because like that's how much I'm just like, bro, I don't know if I can watch this or not. Like it's going to hurt my heart to even find out that like they've cut Ned out of a a bunch of things. And like, I don't even want to watch Ned anymore. And it's like not even because I didn't like, oh, he cheated once and like I hate him. No, it's more to that because on the Dumoy Instagram account. I saw that they were posting things and screenshots of people saying that this is not the first time. That, in fact, the guys knew that Ned was cheating on his wife. They just didn't know that it was like they didn't know that it was also with Alex. They thought it was like with one other person. And so the shock and the news about Alex shocked them. And that a lot of people on their team were getting very upset about how they tried to handle this whole thing because they weren't going to fire Ned. They weren't going to put this entire thing out. In fact, they were just going to like throw this under the rug because he only got caught cheating once and let it go. But a lot more people who used to work with Ned started coming up and saying like, no, this is what he does. Like they're they're not surprised this is what Ned does like he is a serial cheater he's constantly cheating on his wife even all the way back to the BuzzFeed days constantly trying to sleep with co-workers constantly just like asking girls for nudes and this and that like this man is a serial cheater he's not that great of a person and so then I uh you know I see their announcement I see their video about how they're handling it and Eugene Eugene baby boy I 
I want you to let some anger out. And I'm not going to lie. I want you to let that anger out on the Internet because I, I want to sit down and I want to hear what the fuck you got to say, my mans, because you know that because, you know, Ned, y'all were friends. Baby, y'all are friends. Everyone's saying Becky and Eugene just need their one little video for the Internet. And I'm here for it. OK, I'm here for it. I want to hear it. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so they're saying that like Ned does this. And from the video that I saw them put out, I was like, mm, interesting reactions from all the Try Guys, especially with Eugene being pissed. And I really think Eugene's upset because like he found out some shit about his friend that he didn't know. And Ned's actions are now messing with his money. They're messing with his back. And Ned's statement was, it was a consensual relationship. Now that's the part that threw me. Because from the second I saw that, I was like, consensual relationship. And here's why that doesn't sit right in my soul. Are you or a loved one tired of consistently going to the grocery store to buy your groceries? The long lines, the people, the germs, because it's Corona time and you don't know if there are sick people in the store around you. Well, baby, I got the fix. Instacart. Instacart is a grocery delivery service that can deliver groceries to you in as fast as one hour. Instacart has multiple stores available and you can shop all your favorites all on a single order. They will pick the freshest produce and keep your eggs safe. My listeners, <laughs> if you click the link in the show notes, you'll get free delivery on your first order of over $35. Again, that is free delivery on your first order over $35. So go ahead, head to the show notes and sign up for Instacart today to get your groceries delivered to you. Because, baby, ain't nobody got time to be in the grocery store shopping. OK, period. Back to the show. Because I assumed it was the second I saw y'all out in public. I assumed it was the second I started seeing tweets about y'all being seen in public, Alex being upset, and Ned being like, oh, yeah, we're getting recognized in public. Let's take pictures with our fans. I assumed it was consensual. I assume every relationship, even if you're cheating, is consensual. So I sat there and I was like, is he doing this for legal reasons? Or did some other news pop up? And he has to say it was a consensual relationship. Either way, I was like, it should have just been assumed. Because cheating or no cheating, all relationships should be consensual, right? So I rolled my eyes and I was like, I'm going to keep a flag out for that one. Boom, I come across a TikTok video of some girl whose job it is to do internal investigations. She didn't do the Try Guys one. She's just the person where like if something happens in the workplace, she has to go and do like these investigations for companies. And she said from the second the news broke, she knew that this was a red flag and she could always tell that Ned was just that guy who would like say a creepy comment to a coworker and everyone just laughs it off just going ha 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 
that's just Ned. She said she could tell, but what really set it off for her is the fact that now BuzzFeed employee, old BuzzFeed employees are now stepping up being like, this is Ned. This is who he is. Disappointed, but not surprised. And so everyone in the comments is just like, huh, I want to hear what they have to say. Again, back to the Eugene and Becky. Put them on a, put them on a pod. Put them on a pod. Let them talk for three hours. I just want to listen. I just want to listen. Yes, I'm being, okay, messy. Okay, I'm not being messy. I'm not being an instigator. I'm just saying, if the content was offered, I would click in. Remember when I first started this podcast for my OGs who hopefully are still listening from the first episode days? And remember when I was like, I don't like drama. In fact, I don't follow drama channels. I don't listen to drama channels because I think it's so disgusting to just be like following drama like this. Look at me now. Look, I genuinely meant that two years ago. I never followed a drama channel. I never cared about these tea channels. But now I am because I feel like now we're living in an age where people are being a lot more transparent with the Internet, especially about their downfalls. We're seeing a lot more downfalls in the public eye. And it's now like everyone you love now has a downfall in the public eye. Now, how bad does it get? That's up to how good of a person they are. Boom. So back to what I was saying. We're into the drama channels now. Not too many, though. I only sub. I'm only following one on TikTok. And I think on YouTube, I just click on whatever pops up. I'm not following any. And I don't mean like every time I see like a drama video recommended I click it no but like every once in a blue moon if someone I love pops up of like recent news I'm like click as long as it's a short video because it's not going to take too much of my day I'm so I'm just not I'm a very pessimistic person I'm finding out so like I don't just too much negativity starts to wear on my own self image. <laughs> like even if it's someone else's drama, it's like I start using that as like proof that I'm going to have a really bad life because like how can you have everything you've ever wanted, the money? Well, I assume it's everything you ever wanted because everything I want right now is like money, financial stability, and a flourishing love life. And like that's easy to portray online, and so I intake that as like you have everything that I want and you hate your life and now you're in drama and now you're getting canceled and everything can be ruined. And so like, I just internalize that as like, I'm a failure. I'm going to fail, which is why I can't do too much drama, but I still do live for it now. Um, back to what I was saying. So, yeah. So, yeah. Mm hmm. And so finding out that like, that is why he got fired so quickly was because the internal review she was saying like she's not surprised that what she thinks is happening is that this internal review is bringing up old people. A bunch of old things are popping up where they're finding out this wasn't a one-off instance because a lot of people were saying like, wow, that's a harsh reaction for a one-time cheating scandal, which is exactly what I said. I was like, I'm not even going to lie to you. That is a white male. He cheats one time on his wife with a coworker. And y'all just fired his ass. I'm not finna lie to y'all. I was shocked as hell. I was like, a white man in America? What done happened now? So she was like, yeah. From the reaction, 
what she what she was saying was no matter what even if this was just a one-off they they should have fired him this should always be the response no matter what it was especially because he is a leader in the company and that is a subordinate and I was like that's true because like even if it's consensual how consensual is it when you're a leader and you're like trying to get with the subordinate and I was like oh true okay true okay true right I feel like I'm talking so delusionally not delusionally but just like so tired and I can hear like the spirit in my body just gone like the energetic spirit now I'm kind of tired but um (laughs) but every time I try to fall asleep like my mind doesn't want to sleep because I slept so long today like five hours is enough to make it really hard for me to fall asleep at night so here we are (laughs) um I don't want to talk anymore (laughs) I know bro sometimes the energy's there sometimes it's not his hobby is dating that's why he's a serial cheater he lives for that shit he lives for the adrenaline rush and the satisfaction that like constantly going around and dating different women brings him and so that's why i'm just like i can't i can't do this shit no more like i'm gonna find something better to do with my time and i'm happy to say i have found better things to do with my time aka take naps now if you are a recovering dating addict (laughs) like if you are someone whose hobby used to be dating baby sit down i don't care that i'm airing this shit out okay i do care ever so slightly not not really because i think i'm just painting it in a different light instead of like oh you know some other words used for people whose hobby is dating is if you're a woman hoe slut even if you're not sleeping with the people hoe slut if you're a man pimp player the double standards outrageous but in reality all these people have one thing in common your hobby is dating tell me i'm wrong anyways if you're someone who's also like i need to find something better to do with my life other than like just dating people and it's like that doesn't mean like oh I'm not doing anything for myself. I don't have a successful career. Like, no, you can have a successful career. You can even have another hobby of playing basketball consistently, constantly, all day, every day. But like, you're always going to find time for all the things that you love. And sometimes that includes dating. So take a nap. Take a fucking nap. Take a nap. Take a nap instead of dating. Find new TV shows that you want to watch. You don't want to sit down. You want that little mm, adrenaline rush, that little adrenaline boost. Go find a hobby that's semi-dangerous. Like skateboarding on gravel. (laughs) Become the best skateboarder on gravel ever. Go pick up some video games. Go start painting murals. Go start tagging buildings. Y'all go find something else. But that's only if you want to. Okay. Because like, whatever, do what you got to do. You know, if your hobby is dating, go for it. You're not affecting me. Just know I ain't going to date you because you're probably going to cheat on me. If your hobby is dating, you don't get into a relationship and lose that passion for dating. No, 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 no. 
got to start beforehand. You got to start before the relationship. Also, I'm realizing how deep my voice sounds because it's so late. I've been laying in bed and I can just hear the raspy deepness from not talking for like five hours. Oh, yeah, because I stopped painting the condoms at 1 a.m., which we'll double back to. And now it's like, yeah, now it's 6.36 a.m. So, yeah. So like five and a half hours of not talking. Hee <laughs> hee. Um but yeah. So that was just my little two cents on that. That was my little two piece chicken nugget meal on that. Painting condoms. See what happened was my roommate had a condom that was sent with her birth control and it felt small. Okay, it felt small in the package. It wasn't a normal size package, but it felt small. It felt like the package went through the washer and drying cycle three times in a row and shrunk. Like, I can't explain it. It just felt tiny. And so she was like, I'm going to open it up. And she opened it up and we we're like, damn, that shit even looks tiny. Like that, that doesn't even look like it fits an average penis. That looks like it fits. It's like for someone who's below the average size. And so then we we're like, we got to compare it with the normal size. And so I went... I pulled out all my condoms, right? Texas wears condoms. If you're in Texas, you get a pack for free. They sh- you can only order one package every 30 days, but they have free shipping, free ordering. Like the packet is free itself. Like you literally pay for nothing. The only thing they ask in return is you have to fill out a survey before they confirm your order and you can get free condoms, small, regular, or large or a fun variety pack with glow-in-the-dark and tasteful condoms, free dental dams, free lube. Bro, whatever your heart desires, you can get it, right? Anything sexual. Off of Texas Wears Condoms, you can go to the website. You can follow their Instagram page. Been using them for so many years, which is how I have stacked up so many condoms because your girl ain't sexually active like that, okay? And I know, contrary to my dating life, she ain't. And so I was like, let me go grab one of the many condoms that I store because retail therapy is my favorite. But I, again, I'm unemployed. And so I don't have retail therapy budgets. So I order free shit off of websites, a.k.a. a package from Texas Wears Condoms once every 30 days because free shit. And so I pulled out a condom and I opened it and I was like, yeah, that shit is way smaller than this. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened to that condom, but get rid of it. And then, boom, we had two condoms open. And so we blew it up like balloons. And then I was like, yeah, but this ain't, like, the fact that I even have this condom is a surprise. Because I always have to get the big condoms. (laughs) (laughs) The extra large condoms. Just because, like, I have a trend in my life, okay? And they were like... Brianna, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, but I've never compared the difference of the extra large condoms to the small condoms or like the regular condoms. And so I opened up that packet and I pulled it out and I was like, oh, baby, it's just girth size. That's different because like ain't no length difference in this. I don't know what the fuck is happening here. Are we being scammed by condom companies? And then we're like, well, now that all these condoms are open. Let's blow them up like balloons. Started blowing up like balloons. Started playing. Don't let the balloon touch the ground with them. Started just throwing them everywhere. 
they started sticking to shit because of like lube and electricity. And then they started to pop after handling them for so long. We were like, that's not durable. So then we blew up. I shit y'all not. We probably went through 30 condoms. Not even joking. Because then I was like, oh, I have female condoms that come with my birth control. So I have a shit ton of these. Kid you not, I probably have 60 female condoms. Actually, I can do the math. Almost 12 times eight. I think it was definitely more than eight. Oh, 96. What? Because there's 12 condoms in a box. And I had eight boxes when I transferred out their packaging. 96. Jesus, if anyone knows where I can donate unopened female condoms, let me know. Because that's a lot. Anyways, yeah, so we started playing with condoms. And then they started popping and blah, 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 blah. And then we just like got bored. We sat down, blew up more condoms, started looking at them and went, what if we painted these? And I was like, bro, I have so many paint supplies up here. Sit down, blow yourself up a condom. Let's paint these hoes. Um, I ended up being the only person who did not pop up a condom while painting. (laughs) And so, yeah, we all painted pictures on our condoms. I painted a vagina on mine. (laughs) I put a bunch of hearts and then in one of my hearts and a really big heart in the center, I painted a vagina. It was beautiful. (laughs) And that's what I did today. (laughs) So candid on this podcast. Honestly, the description, the show notes are literally just going to say, what, you know what? I'm going to title this not for family this is not for family it's not this is not family friendly i'm sorry i want to talk about my painting condom activities okay and how i painted a vagina i was on her period because bleeding is beautiful and natural and a part of a woman's cycle in life okay periods come with vaginas it's part of life it is what it is but yeah that's what me and my roommates did today that was really fun anyways that's going to conclude my I do not want to date someone whose hobby is dating. So if you want to, if you want to know if you could ever be part of my love life, one, oh yeah, I got to again, again, this is why dating is no longer a hobby. I need to be friends with you. I have learned. We got to be friends. Okay. Best friends forever. Pinky promise type shit. I'm so sick of dating people off of dating apps. That is just like casually dating a stranger because everyone that I talk to does not understand the concept of let's see if we can even be friends first before we take it up a notch and that is why so many people have gotten their feelings hurt I'm not even gonna say that I want to I'm gonna say a natural human response would be get getting your feelings hurt that's why so many people have gotten their feelings hurt and I've just been like hey yo I'm gonna check out Okay, because I'm just like, after a while, I realized I don't even want to be friends with you. So I'm not going to continue to date you. And they're just like, uh, I don't understand. And I'm just like, let me explain it to you. And then they're like, okay, cool. I guess that makes sense. And then I walk away. I'm just going to assume your feelings got hurt. If not, that's cool. You know, I'm not that special. I'm not that great. I don't hurt everyone's feelings. You probably said, hallelujah, that girl was annoying. I get it. Okay. Anyways, moving along. Um. My next podcast episode title, if I offend anyone, I just wanted a good title, y'all. 
and it fit the video podcast episode that I had recorded. So please, so please, everyone calm down. Just calm down. I'm starting to fall asleep as I'm recording this. The entire time, all I had to do for me to fall asleep was record a podcast episode. That's dumb. But the whole premise of me actually recording this was so I can come on here and apologize before my next podcast episode title. Because I think it's nice and clickbaity. And I know clickbait is no longer a thing in social media and people would rather honest titles but when I give honest titles no one clicks on my shit and so I know I'm a boring person and to combat that I'm doing clickbait thank you so much for listening um follow me on the socials my tiktok kind of popping off I'm at 11.1k likes 655 I think it went up today actually 650 something followers on tiktok which again i know some people are like that's kind of low i got like 10k right now i don't care okay i don't care i'm me you're you and it took me a really long time to get to this position not to mention i was literally at like 390 two weeks ago So the fact that I've doubled it in two weeks, I'm impressed with myself. Um, That's it. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You don't understand how much you make my heart go pizza pata. And I'm sorry episodes are coming in late. Again, I've been tired. I've been doing midterm things and just schoolwork after schoolwork after schoolwork. And it's just... I get it. I was painting condoms today and I could have been working on a podcast, but it was like the first time in a long time that I had a break. Okay. So I took it, I slept in, and then I went and painted condoms. And then we left the condoms all over the apartment. In fact, opened more condom packets to put fresh condoms downstairs in the downstairs area. Cause I live in a lofted townhome. And, um, <laughs> we did that to prank my roommate who's currently out of town. So that way when she comes home, she's just like, what the fuck, what happened here? And We're going to see if she's going to believe us. And we're going to be like, we had a wild, crazy orgy. It was a wild, crazy sex party. And you missed out. And yeah, let's see if she believes us. Problem, um, maintenance comes today (laughs) to fix my roommate's bathtub and hopefully to fix our locks on our door. And (laughs) I know they're going to because it's a lot of condoms, y'all. Like it's a lot of condoms and a lot of condom wrappers just left. Like we purposely scattered a lot all over the apartment. I wasn't kidding when I say like we got into like 30, like probably open like 30 condoms. Okay. So they're going to have to be up while maintenance is here. And we're just going to, I'm just going to explain it. I'm just going to be like, here's what happened, bud. Sit down, take a seat. Let me explain this. So you don't think we're weird, even though I know you already think we're weird but that's the story correct me if i'm saying it wrong but a maintenance guy did walk in see our new decorations and screamed a la verga or a la velga whatever however you say it anyways good night is your favorite goat piss girl i'm so tired trying to fix my sleeping schedule we'll see what we do i love you so much thank you for making my heart go pizza pata and to all good night bye